Equity is brought to you by ExaCrunch, that prodigious TechCrunch paywall you keep running into. You can break through that paywall at a steep discount if you use the promo code equity. If you do, you'll get access to our best stuff and you'll make equity look really good internally at the same time. Enough of that, let's start the show. Hello and welcome back to Equity, TechCrunch's venture capital-focused podcast where we unpack the numbers behind the headlines. This is our Wednesday episode where we niche down to a single topic or theme or thing. And I'm joined today by Natasha Mascarenas. Natasha, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. This week's theme is about yet another startup podcast entering the world and ready to take the equity crown. So yes, I don't know how we got here, but I am happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are joined today by two of TechCrunch's most fine and lovely people. We have Daryl Etherington. Daryl, how are you? Great, Alex. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We also have Jordan Crook. Jordan, you are the face of TC at all of our live events. Good to have you on the show. That's what it says on my paychecks. Yeah. Oh, is that why they're, is that why they're so large? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're the kind of like cartoony cardboard ones. They send them to me via UPS. It's a whole hassle. Yeah, dude, that sounds like an enormous waste of time. Have you heard about Venmo? It's this new thing in the fintech space. It saves a lot of time, I hear. What's fintech? Yeah, I don't know, actually. I, I keep saying that acronym or a little kind of word out loud, and I, I never no one actually know. Yeah. It. This is the way the show is going to go. Uh, but we are here because Daryl and Jordan are putting together a brand new podcast on the, I don't know, budding TC podcast family network, if you will. It's called Found. And two things up front. One, I want to know what it's about so we can tell everyone who's listening in. And two, how did you get that awesome Twitter handle? Well, so I, I want to first say that I just think it's really gracious of you to have us on when we have a superior podcast. Like, that's just... <laughs> yeah, like, to just let us siphon your, your listeners so, Take like, no, blatantly. Yeah, no, I mean, watch your backs, Equity. That's all I have to say. Well, I mean, so let, let's start with the differences, because they're not the same show, because that would be kind of silly. So Equity, newsy, jokes, financy, numbery, venture capitally found, as far as I can tell, is really about kind of sitting down with one or maybe a pair of founders and going through, is it the, the founding story of their company or is it the whole life cycle of, of what they've built so far? Yeah, it's the, it's the founding story and then also the building. So the one thing we don't really talk too much about is numbers. And that's only because me and Jordan uh, are, can't do math. Speak we, for uh, yourself, please. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl can't do math because he's Canadian. We all know this. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing the metric converts. system throws him off. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, we don't talk about numbers. We don't get into like the, the valuations or the revenue or, you know, like we, we, we talk a little bit strategically about things like CAC and some of that stuff, but it's really about like who these people are as people and like what gave them the courage or inspiration or motivation to start a company and why it was challenging, how they overcame it. So kind of instead of the numbers behind the headlines, it's the people behind the headlines, if I may say so. Wow, yeah, that's, clever. That's I, good. No. You should have you you been there when we were trying to figure out our intro thing. What, we is have, your, what is your tagline? Tell us what you're talking about. Oh, we don't have a tagline. We have a we ramble. <laughs> we have, <laughs> welcome to the shit show, fam. Yeah. See, see, what you have to do is copy what Equity did, which was long time ago. I think it was me wrote down in the script this crappy little intro. And then it's been copy and pasted to every single script since then. So for several hundred episodes now, you've just been saying the same damn thing. And I don't even know if it's any good. Like, it may not even make sense. Half the time, I like but. it. If I, I understand what I'm getting when I hear it, which is great. When I, and, right. and found, like, you know, we try to say every week we interview a different 
startup founder about, you know, the experience of building their company and growing their company. And we do a little of that. So that's, that's what you can kind of get out of it. And then from there, it just kind of collapses and falls apart. And me and Jordan just make fun of each other for like 15 minutes. When we're talking about the differences, you mentioned equity had a lot of jokes. Found has superior jokes as it is a superior <laughs> podcast people will oh be laughing God. during the podcast which i'm happy about at no, us I with us guys, one or the other I, I don't want you guys to unintentionally undersell yourselves so tell me about the process how long this has been in the works who you're inviting and why you're inviting them because i think that will definitely make our listeners excited about you know what's to come for found yeah, for sure. We started this, I mean, we kind of started a little bit late last year, but really got it going this year. And the idea was, you know, we have so many conversations with founders in the process of working on stories for TechCrunch, right? And a lot of that is just loss, right? And so many times I've finished an interview and been like, you know what, I wish that I had just ask them, can I make this whole thing just a podcast, right? Especially because of the work Jordan's been doing too with Extra Crunch Live. And she's been talking to people in a slightly less uh, formal setting than our typical interview thing. And a lot of those stories are really valuable too, right? So it was kind of like, let's take this and turn it into a more sort of formal show, you know, 45 minutes. We don't want to go too long, but we want to have a real conversation with people where they can kind of let their guard down. I know that seems like a cliche, but people really do let their guard down, right? Daryl also like has booked some amazing founders. I think between the two of us, I've been at TechCrunch for 10 years. Daryl's been in tech media for more than that. So between the two of us, we've talked to thousands and thousands and thousands of founders. And not every single one is interesting, but there are some, like you said, that leave you feeling really motivated and inspired and excited. And all of the people he's booked so far have left me feeling that way. They've been awesome conversations. Let's talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts of this. So first of all, it's coming out weekly. Jordan, is that right? That is correct. We drop every Friday. And uh, we'll also be doing a post on TechCrunch, right, where you can just listen before subscribing if you want to see the embed. And that'll be coming out on Saturdays. So you can expect okay. that the following day, right? Arrive drops on Friday. The post will go up on the site on, on for Saturday. And according to my, uh, my notes doc that Chris put together for me, this starts on April 9th, which should be, by the time people hear this, in about uh, two days. That's right. Yes. You, 48 you're hours. Getting it, you, you can get in there and, and be one of the first. I think that's, and then you can make an NFT out of that, maybe. I'm no. not sure how those you work. Can't, you can't NFT <laughs> audio, can you? The cool thing is we don't have Probably. to talk about NFTs really on found. <laughs> and we talk about them, so you don't have to. <laughs> Great. Cool. No competition whatsoever. So I have a, I have a kind of a, a question about this though, because you have to find founders who are, who are interesting. And I know a couple, I'm talking to a few today, actually for, for TC stories who are some of my favorites and they're, they're, they're open and they're funny and they're willing to just tell you things. But on the flip side of that, so many founders have been media trained into boringness and they right. become like, like just like, you know, yesterday's cereal in your mouth. It's just gross. How do you weed them out so you don't end up with like 40 minutes of someone being like, well, it's a great question. I think that when we think about the product strategy, we can, and you want to- Well, just I think one of the benefits is that we are talking to founders who are at the earlier stage. So they're not as media trained. And, uh, you know, that one helps with candor for us and making sure that we're getting the real story and getting some openness from them. It also, I think, helps for uh, just content in general. The audience can actually- like relate to these people. They're not 10 years out into the future working on their IPO. They're in the trenches right now working on 
<laughs> working on their business. You know, they're not, it's, it's relatable guests, you know, relatable topics. Not every founder is out at an IPO stage, Alex. No, they should be. Then they can give me their S1. But uh, Natasha, I cut you off. Sorry. No, I, I was just going to ask like who you're hoping takes something away from this show. And I want to be super meta here, but I am curious because there is so much content out there. Who are you hoping kind of listens to found and like has something to say about it or something to sh share about it? So we're, I think we're hoping for other founders, right? It's like, a, it, it is definitely a peer aimed kind of podcast, right? And okay. I think that it, the, the benefit it has there is like Jordan said, like people are being very real about it. And also their experience varies so much. So I think it's a great one to listen to if you're feeling like maybe I don't identify necessarily with this group like the, or the traditional kind of vision of a entrepreneur, a startup entrepreneur, because like we've honestly been focused too on making sure that the people that we speak to represent a whole diversity of experience. Right. And so we're not just talking to people from the Valley who are, you know, Stanford dropouts or whatever. It's not like a bunch of Zuckerbergs, uh, which I don't think, I think that's really very hard for people to identify with. I would hope so anyway, but yeah. uh, <laughs> people identify with personality, Daryl, not people who don't have one. <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, Zach, look, if you want to come on the show, we'll make an exception. <laughs> we'll Ignore what Alex it. just we said. Really um, okay. So we're talking to early stage founders. We're getting the, the gritty behind the story my question is more about is this the about the emotional story of building a company because there are so many ups and downs or is this more like uh, almost lessons learned like what did you pick up along the way what can other founders you know learn from to avoid maybe some potholes that you hit when you were building this company from the uh, the ground up i think thus far we've actually done a really good job of balancing both of those so um i think that there is a lot about if you're interested in the story of people just people and and what their story is from getting from a to B, this is a great podcast. If you're interested in learning about uh, how to actually successfully build a, a business, there's some tactical stuff in there that is really, you you shouldn't miss. And so I think the the combination of those two things is what makes Found special. What I like about it though, and the reason why I wanted to have you guys on to kind of riff about it is because I feel like equity and Found are very much in the core of what TechCrunch is and, and why we're you know, I'm proud of it, frankly, why we're different than a lot of other publications. You know, we don't do everything. We kind of try to stay in our lane. We care about startups and we want to track them from, I, I guess, what we now call pre-seed through late stage growth and uh, going public. I mean, so it's very much in our niche. Jordan, you said to me when I first joined TechCrunch, because I was asking you for interview advice. Oh, no. And, and you were just like, oh, I feel <laughs> like you need to make founders feel like you are a shoulder, a professional shoulder. But you're only going to get like the real interviews when they view you as a shoulder to talk about the things that don't come up during the press release or the the embargoed funding round. And it's cool to see that vision make its way into found because that is continues to be kind of the hardest thing to do during interviewing. And I feel like that's why that many people don't do it or there's not space for it in a story, quote unquote. So, yeah, I think one of the things we do at TechCrunch in general is we're collaborators on storytelling and it's our, you know, it's our words, but it's coming from them and their inspiration. So I think Found does a, does a good job of that as well as, you know, Daryl and I have been buddies for many, many years and it's fun to sit with him and talk to founders together. That's something we haven't really gotten to do and I've really enjoyed it. You can't give away our secret. What people don't know is that we really just do equity because we like our crew and we just get to hang out with our friends and call it work. So you've just blown <laughs> the don't cover off the show. Oh, you just made it explicit. Now everybody's going to be able to make good shows. 
Everyone oh. just forget. You the have last to get along with seconds. your hosts. How yeah. dare you? And then and then grind it out for four years, and then get back to me. Um, and somehow don't lose your friends along the way. That's tough. <laughs> Look, we're going to throw to some audio from the show in a second here, but I want to go over a couple of guests that you have coming on. Kathy, um, is it Hanan? Hanun? Hanun. Hanun. There we go. From Dandelion Energy. Why is she a guest on the show? So she was one of our first guests and she's working in this space that's very interesting, which is geothermal energy. We got a hold of her because she was pitched to us like a, a bunch of people are, but she had this experience that was pretty unique, like working for a long time at Google X and working on moonshots. And then in the process of doing that, like found this one area and was like, this area is really niche, but it's also like super venture backable and super important. And she wanted to build there. Right. So I think they just raised their series A. Yeah. Still pretty early. Right. But like at that Volta where they're thinking about growth. So she also talks us through some of the unique challenges they had with um, pivoting their business model because what they were doing wasn't working. So, you know, it's, it's a great uh, example of kind of like how you can be nimble and then also how you can pursue something that you are truly passionate about, that you truly want to see like out there in the world. Yeah, it was a real heart story, too, because she worked on moonshots at Google and all of these things that are like so important and cool and like breakthrough. But you can't like, what do you go do with that? Like, You can't do anything with a lot of it. And so she finally found this thing that was huge breakthrough moonshot that she could go and commercialize. And it was a, it was a journey. Another founder you guys talked to, Aman Abuzid, co-founder and CEO of Incredible Health. Tell me what kind of went into that. Yeah. So this was one where, you know, I had interviewed Iman for uh, an article for TechCrunch about her platform, which is a hiring platform for nurses. So it's a very specific kind of uh, uh, software tool, right? But it turns out that there are lots of nurses in the US, first of all, and they're often looking for jobs. And it's actually quite difficult for them to get jobs using traditional tools and vice versa too for for the carers and the the hospitals. So it was just great to hear from her all about how like she was a doctor and she witnessed this firsthand and she wanted to provide a tool that not only like made that easy and like addressed all the gaps that were there in traditional tools but also that like helped nurses and healthcare professionals throughout their career and especially underrepresented people working in those fields who typically like don't have access to a lot of the tools uh, through, again, the more traditional kind of like hiring platform. And this is actually the pre-show. I, I, I got to listen to this one essentially um, to prep for today. And also I got a sneak peek. It's really interesting to hear about her talk about the the shortage in the the world of kind of healthcare staffing. Yeah, it's crazy. Like there, uh, part of being good at running a startup and and talking about a startup and getting venture capital is being able to explain the problem. And yeah. this was one of those like under the radar problems that I don't know that everyone thinks about or is aware of. But it's like I think nursing is the biggest sector of employment in our country. I could be wrong, but I think it's like way up there. If not, it's like the nurses, top. truck drivers. It's like the huge yeah. industries. And, yeah. And yet at the same time has the biggest shortage in terms of our hospitals. Like, how is that a thing? Right. And so she really tackled it in an interesting way and thought a lot about the nurses first and it has a really customer centric approach. Super cool founder. 
Well, Natasha, we have some internal competition now, even though we're not really fighting for the exact same spot. We're just so different of- after this conversation. I'm clear about how different we are. <laughs> yeah, it's um, not no, but- Yeah, you guys take comfort in that. Enjoy that. <laughs> Peace of mind. We're, I, I do want to end with like a, a serious question, which is how you got your Twitter handle. You have all avoided answering it on internal yeah. slacks in the beginning of the show. Can you please tell me how you got at found? Because we do not have at equity. Sadly. Let's just say <laughs> it was a magical... <laughs> intervention no i don't know it's an ask and ye shall receive kind of situation did you ask twitter or did you ask the person who owned it uh this this one in particular had fallen into (laughs) disuse let's say for many many years and then twitter can make things available once that happens uh, if you're daryl and jordan twitter can make things happen for you that is the takeaway no but in all seriousness we are rooting for you guys hopefully our equity listeners enjoy it alex is saying no but i say yes and I'm sure Danny somewhere yes on an EC1 is saying yes. And um, I'll throw to you guys, I guess, for an exclusive sneak peek on an upcoming episode. Yeah. And big thank you also for ha- for having us on. We appreciate yes. the, the the brotherly love here on a Equity. Pleasure. Always. So we do have a clip, yeah, from an episode. And we're speaking to Earl Cole, who is the co-founder of the Smart Tire Company, which does what it says on the tin. And they make smart tires for vehicles using flexible nanomaterials created by NASA. So Earl in this clip is talking a bit about the um, working relationship with NASA. And he's very candid about uh, how that relationship (laughs) is. (laughs) Enjoy. Well, the biggest hurdle is working with NASA. So it's not like very easy. Well, they're a government entity and there's a lot of bureaucracy and all of that. So they're very slow moving Titanic. And, you know, the startup business is fast and very nimble. You're moving around, you're, you're pivoting, you're iterating, you're doing all that. NASA is like, you need a signature. We're going to need three weeks for that. Or one signature? Like, wow. And so things can change a lot in those three weeks. And so you just got to get used to the rhythm of working with something so big like NASA, but keep your eyes on the prize. Like, okay, we know that we're working on something big and we just got to put everything legally in place. And and all of these things. And we, we, the, the challenges obviously, like I said, is working with NASA, but you know, the price, uh, educating the consumers. And so we figured out how, how much this actually would cost and then how it can be scaled, uh, how you can decrease costs. I mean, there's a lot of different things we're doing that, that all science and engineering stuff that that's what we're working on all for the rest of this year. That's why we're not going to market now and waiting until next year. It's a lot of R and D we have to do. 